The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba. Presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now. 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA. FM 107.1, good morning. Good to be with you on this Saturday in the Alamo City. And and thank you, by the way, to anyone who's out there listening to us, wherever you may be. I know we've got a wide listenership all the way from the Coastal Bend on up, well above the Hill Country, out to Austin and, and down south. So uh, thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Hope you're staying warm wherever you're at. Have a nice cup of coffee or hot tea or whatever it is that uh, gets your day started right. And stay warm. It's going to be a chilly one today. Mm, yes, it's going to be chilly all day. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we we have a little rain chance later on. Thankfully, not freezing today. Uh, We didn't get down to freezing last night like we had the last couple of nights, uh, which was good. Uh, We left the rodeo last night. Oh, by the way, my name is Martin Bomb, and this is my buddy Jim Smith over here. And we are here to help. And uh, Don Cooper-Stevens in there running the board and uh, taking your calls and and just making everything click properly today. We appreciate you, Don. Uh, Last night went out to the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. Uh, I felt like, and it's been a while since I've been to uh, a rodeo performance, a couple of years at least, and uh, it it felt kind of good to get back out there, and it felt like rodeo because it was dreary and overcast (laughs) and cold as all get out. I mean, it was cold last night and a little bit misty. In fact, we had a little sleet when we were walking out. So, yeah, this is rodeo weather. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's it's it's got to be that way for the rodeo. I want to say thanks to uh, our friends Cindy and Ernie Morales down in Divine. They hooked us up with some really killer seats. First time I ever sat right on the front. I mean, I was on the rail. Cool. So when the horses and 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 the the the, the bulls would come by, I mean, you had to cover your drink seriously because if not, you get dirt in it. They'd kick the dirt up on you. Cool. Cool. And uh, and then we also had you know that same front row for the. Uh, phenomenal sticks last night that was a great show had seen him at floors country store a couple of months ago and uh they said well you want to go see sticks i said well we just saw him a couple of couple of months ago it was a great show i'm sure it will be again let's do it and uh so a, f- a few friends of ours met up out there and and uh got to see that got to see uh some old buddies the toman brothers and uh, they were performing out there at the watering hole before the the rodeo and uh, old friends good guys just some of the best musicians in san antonio and journeymen these guys work all the time and uh they they were doing a little kind of just a duo thing last night but they sounded so good and and uh i've known these guys for well over 30 years yep. so it was it was really good to see them too uh yeah overall a really good night last night at the rodeo and uh one of the things that really struck me and by the way phone lines are open at 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 that's the number to get in on the conversation this morning uh but before the rodeo started last night they did a uh a really cool thing where they recognized not only military members in the audience, but they had five World War II veterans in the audience. Wow. And they they put them up on the big screen, and they introduced all of them. And these guys, you know, these, these gentlemen have to be in their very late 80s to, to maybe 100. Um, and they just look so good and, and so 
spry for their age and and they were so uh just it was just i mean it gave me chills to see them and they just you know waved and saluted and one of them was was in on um, some very massive stuff in early in World War II, and they they kind of went down his accolades. And uh, I just thought it was really a tremendously yes, cool thing absolutely. for them to recognize uh, these these incredible men from the Greatest Generation last night. And I was glad to be there and be a part of it. Do you remember here a few months ago the uh, the old man in Georgia that his homeowners association told him it was against their rules to have a, a tall flagpole in his yard? He yeah. could fly the flag off his house, but he couldn't have the flagpole. I do remember that. Well, the rest of the story came out. This man is a World War II veteran and a Congressional uh, Medal of Honor recipient. And he said, for as, long as I, for as long as I'm still on this planet, I will have a flagpole and a flag in my yard. The HOA backed off. Good. Good. <laughs> well, they did what they should have done. Yep. And, uh, and I hope that they remove that rule. And, yeah. and allow people to show their patriotism. It's one of the things that I believe is sorely well, missing today. what they today. were saying is that you could fly a flag mounted to your home. Right. But you could not put a flag pole up in your yard and fly a large flag in your yard. And, and many HOAs are, right. are you know, like that. It's not that you can't fly a flag. They just don't want people sticking telephone poles in their front yard. Right. You know, I get that. Right. I do. But uh, but I see this man. He's This is a Congressional Medal of Honor winner. Yeah, he's going to put a That's flag. worth an exception. Yeah. That is worth an exception for sure. Uh, hey, listen, this show is all about you, your home improvement questions, your concerns, things that uh, are on your mind home improvement-wise. We would love to talk to you about that today everything from the roof to the foundation and everything in between 210-599-5555 is the number 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation this morning and as time permits we've got a couple other little topics that we may discuss as uh, as the show goes on um you know we're going to be getting into that time of year uh here in the next month or so whenever temperatures start evening out we get into springtime and it's going to be a really good time to to start getting outside and doing some things outside the house. Right now it's a little cold for that and certainly a little damp for that. But uh, good time to start planning those those outside projects. And and one of the big projects that we've got coming up at Casa Bamba here is, is uh, we're going to put in a garden. We haven't had a garden in a few years. And where we're at, if you put in a garden, you've got to do something to prevent the deer from getting into your garden. You can't just put you put the plants out there. You're just feeding the deer. That's all you're doing because they, you won't have any plants after a day or two. So we've we've got to figure out exactly how we're going to design this garden and how we're going to design the fence that's going to go around the garden. And I don't know what we're going to do, but we're we're looking at ideas. Well, you know, right now a garden is is almost a, uh, like a a little luxury hobby item. Yeah, you I guess, have a garden. Yeah. That's more of what it's become. Yeah. Um, years ago, a garden was, you know, you fed your family. Right. It was to feed your family. and But it's become more of a niche, more of a, of a let's just do this, it's cool, and we'll get a little vegetables out of it. You know, it's, it's it, it, time may soon come where it's going to be a necessity again. You never know. So, you never know, and, it's, know. A, and it's, a, it's a good, uh, and, and there is a skill, uh, believe it or not, to yep. raising a really good, healthy garden. Yep. You, it just doesn't just happen. Yep. You know, and and uh, we, Debbie and I, both love fresh vegetables out of the garden, especially fresh tomatoes and squash and things like that. So it it'll be nice to uh, to actually have a garden again, but it's going to take a little more work than the last time we had a garden. The last time we had a garden was in a backyard where we didn't have to worry about deer coming into yep, it yep. and any of that. And and where we're at now, regularly we have you know twelve, fifteen axis deer in our backyard. 
I, I know uh, my uh, someone that was was at your house this weekend and myself were discussing uh, the um, the thought of a crossbow. But yeah, yeah, yeah that, they frown on that greatly. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Uh, in, I'm in sure my neighborhood, do. and and I wouldn't let it happen either. These these guys are our pets, man. Don't be like that. I, uh, named, I named one of them. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know what you named him. I, I don't even want you to say it. Breaks my heart. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's get right to those phone lines. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's get us started with Judy this morning. Good morning, Judy. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Um, I'm uh, uh, the administrator of my sister's home. She has a metal roof on her home. All the screws are popping up. And uh, she's got leakage in the house. I had a guy come out, and he wanted $24,325 to replace the screws and and paint the roof and all kinds of stuff. And I, I kind of fainted. <laughs> but it, it, surely this is a, an 8,000-square-foot home, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. It's wow. Uh, wow. I thought he was a little exorbitant. I just woof. Follow that instinct, Judy, because uh, that's that's for what you're talking about him doing. Uh, if he was replacing the entire roof with a standing seam metal roof, we would be getting closer to that to that, to that figure. Yeah. Uh, but to go in and and rescrew and then do a coating on that roof, uh, I think he's a little out of line. Yeah, I think it'd probably be more in line to say half of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his other option was remove and replace with uh, upsized screws, any loose screws, uh, loosen panels and dallies, and install silicone sealant for forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> well, okay, so so just so the twenty six thousand was to completely redo the roof. Well, no, it's uh, a chemical clean panels with Mulehide cleaner. Uh, prime panels with mule hide primer and coat panels with mule hide acrylic uh, coating. Okay, all that's, right. That's basically giving you a new roof, is what he's doing on that twenty six thousand. But it's option. still not a twenty six thousand no. dollar project. No, no, not not in my opinion. Now the forty five hundred to go back and redo all of the screws and seal the leaks and 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 do that. That's not out of line. No, that's that's a fair price for that. Um, but if you're going to spend twenty six thousand dollars, I would highly recommend re-roofing and and don't don't just patch and and cover what you have there. Get go out and get you some quotes for a new roof. Okay, I think I'll do. Well, the roof is twenty four years old, and uh, basically it's in good shape. Well, I mean, yeah, no- a twenty four year old metal roof. You you ought to get at least another twenty five. 35 years out of that. But it is not uncommon that the fasteners have to right. be done. That right. is not uncommon. So the $4,500 would probably be money well spent. Okay. But I would still get a couple of more estimates. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, well, I live in Hallettsville, and there's not that many people willing to come out. Uh, um, they they always say, go back to the original roofer. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> hard to get him back that's that's the problem with a long-lasting product is sometimes it outlives the person who did it right, right. 
Well, Judy, I, I wish you best of luck. Uh, but again, that 4500 for for what you're talking about doing as far as re-screwing down everything and sealing everything up, I think that that's probably a, an appropriate fair price. Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you for uh, joining us this morning, and thanks for getting things started. 210-599-5555 is the number. And uh, for those of you who don't know us, uh, uh, my wife Debbie and I are the owners of Window World in San Antonio, Corpus Christi, New Braunfels. Jim is one of our fantastic design consultants over at Window World and, and, uh, and a, a very, very, very longtime friend. Uh, combined, we were trying to figure out how much experience we have in in uh, home improvement and well, construction when, and remodeling. When you say combined, do you take your years? My years and your years together. But uh, do they run concurrently or no. do you add them together? You add them together. It's not fair, but that's we, we each individually have 30-plus uh, 30 years. Yeah. yeah, so 60 combined years there is, is what, what, what we're drawing on. Uh, and, uh, you know, with Window World, we, we certainly do a lot of home improvement uh, things from – uh, energy efficient siding products to garage doors, beautiful, efficient, ener- energy efficient entry doors, of course, beautiful windows, stucco, brickstone, uh, full masonry siding. We do a lot of different things. But over the course of, of our individual careers, uh, in, in, in many other areas on our own, uh, or, or for other companies, uh, Jim has worked in the AC business for, for much of his career. Uh, both commercial and residential, so he has a wealth of information about that. We we love talking about air conditioning, and and I've learned a ton over the last thirty years of of working with Jim on that type of stuff. Uh, <laughs> Folks, y'all have to remember there were times when I was getting into air conditioning and very new in the business, and Martin was new in the well, not new, but he was just taking over with the window and siding business that I would go out and help Martin with window siding jobs and Martin would crawl attics with me helping me with air conditioning jobs. Didn't know a dang thing about it, but but Jim showed me the way and And I mean yeah. we've just we've we've been right there beside each other on many, many projects. And and beyond that we've we've flipped houses, we've we've moved into houses and completely gutted and remodeled houses over the years. Uh Debbie Don't, and I'll we'll do that again. I'm not gonna I'll never remodel a house while I'm living in it again. I, I won't either. I, I, I won't either but I've done it three times yeah. in my life uh i said i wouldn't do it after the first one so you know who knows but uh you know that's the kind of that's that's the kind of experience that we bring to this show and it's and it's one of the 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 joys of my life uh is being able to combine my two uh careers into one and and that's what this show allows me to do i i did radio for years all across the state of texas absolutely love this business i love radio it it, it, it they, they don't they don't lie whenever they tell you once you've been in radio for a while it gets in you and it doesn't get out well that's what i tell everybody when when talking about the show and talking about our friendship and all that is it right out of high school i went in the military you went into radio broadcast that's right it's pretty much yeah, the size of it. it's true uh and 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 then for the next you know seven eight years whatever it was i i did radio all over uh the state of texas and and whenever I had the chance to come back in and do this, it, it was such um, uh, a happy time for me because I, I yeah I missed radio. I love doing what I do. I love the family business. I love uh, helping people improve their homes and their lives. I love that. But there was always a piece of me that was missing being on the air and and doing radio. It's just it's it's an outlet for me. It's uh it it, it it's just it's something that's in my DNA that I love to do. 
several years ago, I got the bug when uh, a friend invited me to come on a show as a guest. Yeah. And I got the bug and got bit by the radio bug, and uh, I've just become that guest that won't leave. You ever saw the movie House Guest? He's the radio version of that. He, he came in and I said, hey, can I come back next week? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, come on back. Yeah. Here we are several, several five, six years later. Oh, no. Maybe Something like that. that it's a lot. We're talking about since... 14? Has it been that long? 13, 14, 2013. Seriously? 2013. Yeah. Wow, man. It has. It has. You got to remember, wow. I, was, I was at uh, at Jet. Yeah, that's true. When I first came on the show with you, I was at Jet. Man alive. Wow. You're making me feel old. Uh, 210. <laughs> wait a minute. I am old. 210-599-5555 is the number. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Joyce. Joyce, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi, Joyce. Are you there? Good morning. Did we lose Joyce? Don? Did Can you I... hear me? There Uh-oh. we go. Gotcha. I know I pushed the right button, Don. Doggone it. <laughs> Good morning, Joyce. How you doing? Doing fine, thank you. I enjoy y'all show and listen when I can. Well, great. Thanks we for, we appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for sharing all your knowledge, really. It's helpful. Well, it's our I'm pleasure. Calling in, I'm calling in about, uh, well, it's in the future, but I'm working at it. Hardwood floors. I have an older home. And uh, they're pretty bad as far as even at spots, some of the wood is splintered or whatever. Like, it has to be taken up and replaced. But then in the back of the house, I've taken up the carpet, and the whole backing doesn't have the old hardwood floors. It looks like it had a leak with water or something, and it just has uh, plywood sheeting. The length of the house, basically, half of the house, the living room area, like at least or whatever, because you can tell there's, you know, been replacements outside. Sure, so yes, So what ma'am. I'm interested in is basically, you know, I haven't decided yet, but either check and see if that's, re- you know, the cost to refinish them and who y'all would recommend, or if I decide if it's better to just put down another one, lay it over. I can do some of the work, but... You know, because I've laid the floor. And then what's the best kind, like vinyl? Or I'm not really interested in hardwood because I know it's got a lot of upkeep. Well, if if you're not interested in hardwood, um, what what I recommend, what Jim recommends, and and what I have in our office, I have it, uh, you have it in your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a coffee shop that we're getting ready to open at Camp Bullison I-10. It's got it. Vinyl plank flooring, also known as LVP, luxury vinyl plank, is durable vinyl plank flooring vinyl plank flooring yes ma'am and there are different grades of it i suggest getting one that has either a uh uh, preferably a cork backing uh or some type of of uh uh, foam backing if you get that it's going to have a nice feel to it it's also going to deaden the sound and and make it uh very quiet and unlike the old laminate flooring which i absolutely hate and and have always hated if it gets wet, not a big deal. It's 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 vinyl. It, it's, vinyl. it's waterproof, uh, extremely durable, very scratch resistant, and it has some of the most realistic looking wood looks that you'll see in anything. They years ago they started doing wood looking uh, plank flooring in in ceramic tile, and it looked pretty good. I, I, it looked kind of like wood, and kind of gave you that feel with the, with a more durable finish. Well, vinyl plank flooring took it to another level. They can make it look almost identical to many different wood species and colors and stains, and it and it lasts and lasts. It's it's beautiful. 
Okay, what what was the, the other name besides the vinyl plank flooring? What else? The L something? LVP, which is short LV for... Boy P. LVP, which is short oh. for luxury vinyl plank. Oh, okay. And any special place with pricing and all that you have been to that you would recommend? You know what? I'd tell you to call my friend Jeff Lavender over at Green Carpet Company. He has done a lot of jobs for me, and he did our, our office, and... I've I've known him for years and years, and he's the only guy I would use for that. Is that the one he's off with a Walsham Road or somewhere? Yes, ma'am. That's that's correct. Okay, yeah, that's good. Someone else recommended him. And they are a great company, a long-standing company, and they have fantastic installers. Okay, as far as I guess the only way I would know what's the best. Now, if I did put the vinyl planking on top of the wood floor that's there, is is that more insulation? Uh, it's it's certainly not less. It's uh, I think it, it it will any any type of wood layer that you have is going to add, give added insulation. I wouldn't take up the wood flooring if you didn't have to. I'd go right over it. The main thing oh, that it's yeah, going to okay. do for you on that oh, from that standpoint is that when you put the vinyl plank, if you've got any draftiness coming through any gaps in that wood floor, the vinyl plank flooring is going to stop the drafts. Oh yeah, you're right. Cause see already like to this old house I'm working at. I'm like y'all. It's hard with. <laughs> Working and living in at the same time. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. but, but that's what you need to do. Call uh, call Green Carpet Company and get them out there to give you a quote, and they'll show you a lot of different choices, and, and you're absolutely going to love it, Joyce. Okay, besides, you know, if I if they'll reply, do you, who would you recommend as far as to see if it's worth getting refinished? Green. Because, like I said, the box side, I, I know they can Same do people. It, same people. Oh, if if okay, Jeff comes out and takes a look at it, he can tell you if it's worth salvaging or not and give you some great options. Okay, and what's the, uh, I know it's my choice, but bedroom, carpet or the vinyl, the, what you're talking about, too, the vinyl? You carpet. know, it is It is your choice. Uh, we have chosen to go away from carpet completely because of allergens and dust and all of the stuff that goes along with carpet. Carpet's kind of nice, but we opt to have a nice rug in our bedroom, and we have, we have uh, uh, in our particular house, we have travertine in our, in our bedroom. But I, I would recommend against carpet, but that's a personal choice, yeah. Now, which travertine you have in your bedroom? What's that? Uh, uh, travertine is an Italian stone um, t- uh, tile, and it, our particular ones are an eighteen by eighteen inch. Um, it, it's 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 beautiful. It's durable, um, but LVP is going to be a much more economical choice for you, and extremely long lasting and looks great. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you know, run it all together, either. Oh yeah, I know it's. A- I like the carpet, but like you said, the rug, I thought about that, too. So. Sure, Yes, ma'am. Hey, Joyce, listen, I, I appreciate thanks your call. We're up against a break. i got to take it, but thanks so much for being a part of the show this morning, okay? Thank you. Have a good day. You, too. You, too. Keith, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yeah, hi. Uh, I've got this garage door opener, uh, and uh, this seems to not be working all the time. It's uh, at when I when I you know press a button, it goes down like halfway, and then uh, then it'll it'll switch around and uh, go back up. And it seems like uh, it's been I don't know it may sound weird, but it seems like it's been uh, working whenever it's it warms up, and then uh, or the weather, and then uh, whenever you know, it's been getting cold, that I have to disconnect it because it's not it's not uh, not going down all the way. So have you I don't know maybe have you by any chance checked? Keith, the uh, the the little uh, digital eyes that are your safety feature on that, and if there is if yeah. if they are pointed up and they're not connecting, or if they are catching something that's just even remotely 
um, in the way. And, and, uh, or if they have dust or debris on the lens of the remote. Yeah. Yeah, any of those yeah, things can yeah. keep it from hap- from going all the way down, and that's the safety feature. Whenever it goes down and it starts coming back up, it thinks it's hitting something or it's going to hit something, and then it goes back up. So usually that yeah, has something those, to do with that. Yeah, those work. Yeah, those work because uh, I mean it, it'll work. Uh, you know, it'll it'll work whenever it. Uh, I guess when the weather warms up, uh, the, the garage door opener works better, um, and so and I don't you know I haven't touched the eyes or anything so. You just hit. Um, you, I think yeah, you those, just hit the nail on the head. When was the last time that you maintenance the rollers on it? Because that uh, garage door, well, that opener, yeah, so we has got, a torque we got setting. A company, yeah, we got a company that comes out, and uh, so they, you know, they're they'll they said they maintenance the rollers and uh, you know maintenance the door, but they do not uh, warranty or they do they don't you know do anything with garage door openers. Well, do yourself a favor before you get too concerned. Go to one of the box stores, unless you have some there, and get you some 100% silicone spray lube. Put the little straw on it and spray a little bit in each one of the rollers. Okay. And then try to cycle it that way. Because when you you said that it only does this or that mainly does this when it gets cold, that's telling me that the lubricant that's in the wheels is getting thick. So it's causing more of a torque on the motor. As that lubricant okay. heats up, it gets thinner, less torque on the motor. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll definitely try that. Well, there uh, you go. Yeah, I yeah, I got one more question. If y'all can take another question. Sure. Um, so we is a totally different question. We have a uh, like an old wood frame house um, out east of Austin, uh, and so it doesn't have any insulation in the walls. Um, I'm trying to figure out what is the best way to uh maybe uh to you know put uh insulation in the walls or and it doesn't have any uh in the attic also now in the wall on the walls do you have uh you said it's an old wood frame house does it have the interior lapboard walls uh it actually does uh have those like on the top and the bottom uh i, I don't think it has any of those lapboards in the middle Okay, the best way to do, to do what you're wanting to do is going to be, um, does it have new siding on the outside? Is it original wood siding? It, yeah, it's original wood siding. Some of it's got to be replaced. Okay, there you go. Go back in with a good three-quarter inch polystyrene insulating board on the outside with a good um, insulated wall system over the top of that. Um, that's going to give you a good insulating without having to invade the interior walls. Okay. Uh, so that would be the best way is to to replace the siding. And, That's the and, uh, least intrusive way. The best way to do it's going to be to go in and cut holes through the wall system inside and fill backfill those walls full of blown insulation. That's the best okay. insulate insulation you're going to get. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks for your help. Well, thank you. Appreciate you calling this morning, Keith. Get yourself a phone line two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to David. David, good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Hello, guys. Um, I bought some windows from you guys from Window World, and one of the windows got broken. Oh, no. And I wanted to get it replaced. And um, how do I go about doing that? How did did it get broken? Uh, Break in. Okay. Break in. So, yeah. Okay. So what you'll do is just give our office a call. In the top of that window, there should be a recorded serial number. 
inside or outside? Inside. inside, Is it a double-hung window? Yes. Okay, if you look in the upper part of the header, whenever you pull down the top sash, look up in the top of the header, there should be a serial number, or it will be on the top of the top sash, uh, a little sticker. Take a picture of that. Call our office. Are you in San Antonio? Yes. Okay, call our office at 210-767-0995. Tell them you you want to talk to somebody about getting a sash replaced that has been uh, broken as a result of a break-in. They'll tell you what the procedure is, and then we'll get a, get a new one ordered for you. Okay, so it's a serial number on a sticker on the very top, huh? That's correct. Yes, sir. There, there should be one on the t- either the top of the top sash when or, you pull it down and look at the top of the, the top sash or up in the header. So someone had told me I can call a, a glass company, uh, well, a local glass company can come in and replace that window, but I understand the the window panes are a little different on yours or a little better quality. Well, they they are. You need to make sure that if you do have it's you can do that. Yes, you can call a glass company and have that done, but you need to make sure that they're putting in the same type of glass, which is a which is a Solar Zone um, soft coat low E, and you want to make sure it has uh, a U value of of at least a point two one. I mean, a solar heat gain coefficient of 0.21. The one thing you have to keep in mind, though, is that you have a lifetime seal failure warranty on those windows. So if you get a, an outside glass company to put the, a new glass pack in, a new insulated glass unit, it's going to void your seal failure warranty on that window. Um, if you contact us, we put the glass pack in. or the Well, I, I hate to say this, but how would we ever know? Well, true we that. True we that. wouldn't, you know. But the man's already shown he's going to be honest because he of course. said it was broke. By, it That's, was, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but, yes, you, you, can, you can get a glass company to do that, or you can choose to go through us. Um, either way, it's not going to be a quick process right now because everyone is backed up, and, uh, and manufacturing is backed up for both glass and frames and what have you. But we're happy to help you with that, or you can choose to go through a glass company either way. I'll call your office. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thanks, David. Uh, let's go to Mac. Mac, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hello, Mac. I guess I have to push the... There we go. Look at that. I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. It just happened a little sooner. Mac, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, Good morning, guys. It it was nice to hear the Kentucky Headhunters. That's a good antidote to the news of the day. (laughs) Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Martin told me I was not allowed to get political, but here you go. You're getting... Thank you. Thank you. All right. You've had your time in the sun. Now shut up. Uh, that was just uh, rude. I'm sorry, Mac. I wasn't talking to you, by the way. I was talking to Jim. No, I apologize. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I, I have a question. Well, I, I like I, I like uh, and appreciate uh, old buildings. And something I've noticed in old buildings that you hardly ever see anymore is, uh, except in old buildings, is uh, beaded ceilings. Yes, sir. And, oh, I love beaded ceilings. Well, I do, too. And I noticed uh, I go to a place where there it's an old building that was built uh, in the early 1900s. And it used to be a department store, and they redid it into a uh, antique place. It's rather nice. Yes, sir. But I noticed in the ceiling in this thing, in this place, it's got beaded ceilings mm-hmm. in it. And I look at that beaded ceiling and the and the the size of that building, which is pretty big. And I think, man, how did they get that in there? I, I mean, I that seemed like it would be. I just wanted to ask you guys how that, that was applied. I know, obviously, they nailed it, 
But that must have been a highly time-consuming project, putting a ceiling in on something like that. No, they just had really long hammers back then. Okay. <laughs> you know, Martin, uh, folks, we were just talk- Martin and I were talking on the break about technology in the old days versus today. And um, I told him I made that little joke at the end of that last call. That was a joke. I was about the really long hammers. However, you know, uh, I had read an article. I was telling Martin, I'd read an article about this Egyptian prince at one point in history that wanted to tear down a, a one of the pyramids. And they started taking it apart. And even with modern technology, trying to move those stones through the desert, they couldn't. Now, back, you know, B.C., thousands of years ago. They moved them, which is which is the never ending question of how exactly did they do this? Well, and, and it's that, that's the same thing with the with all technology. Look at the Russian road. I mean, I'm sorry, not the Russian, the Roman roads. When the Romans built the roads, these roads have lasted for thousands of years. We can't build a road today to last five years. They also didn't have the traffic on those roads that we do. <laughs> well, but you understand what I'm saying, though. A, a, a few hundred horse and buggies or just horses or foot traffic is a little different than what we have nowadays. So I, I get what you're saying, though. I understand. The pyramids are a particularly interesting um, mystery because, of course, everything from you know uh, contraptions and, and mechanisms that we, we don't understand now for some reason that they had back then or all the way to aliens built them. Uh, which I don't know that I subscribe to that one. (laughs) I'm trying to picture that one, but, uh, you know, it it is interesting that that all of, all of that time has passed. And even with today's technology and even with today's advances, we still don't understand it completely. Nope. Nope. It's pretty amazing. Um, Hey, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555-210-599-5555. It's all about you, your home improvement questions, from the roof to the foundation and everything in between right here on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Uh, While we're uh, in between callers, we want to talk a little bit about something that I mentioned last hour, and that is um, electrical projects and when to say no to a DIY electric project. And and there really are a lot more electric projects that you should hire a professional for than you should do yourself. And we are going to talk about uh, a few of those a few of those things right now. Um, so some of these projects much better left to the professional. For instance, replacing wiring, okay? Uh, you need to to decide the complexity of the project the the danger of the project and replacing wiring is is one of these jobs that is way too experienced and complicated for even uh, or way too complicated i should say for even experienced diyers uh there's so much that can go wrong Uh, faulty wiring can lead to electrical shorts uh can single-handedly cause disastrous house fires and in the u.s alone there are 51,000 home electrical fires each year, making them the third leading cause of home structure fires. That's scary. That is scary. That is scary. And, you know, the first rule of electricity that my dad taught me years ago was don't mess with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one that you need, to, you need to really be cautious of is we talked about this on the show last week, replacing a circuit breaker. Seems like you look at the panel, you think, oh, that's easy to do. There's four screws holding the cover on. It looks like it's easy to do, folks. It's not. It's not. There's there's so much that can go wrong. The circuit breaker is actually the brain of the electrical system in your home. There is so much that can go wrong. 
fault uh, done wrong, it can cause power surges, which can knock out appliances, can damage the wiring. Um, there's just there's just so much. Now, familiarize yourself with which circuit breakers control what in your home. That is definitely something you, you have do. to do. That yeah, and that way, if you've got a circuit breaker that keeps tripping, you know which one to tell the professional that you call to look at but that's as far as you need to get into the circuit breakers absolutely correct and we've got a few more uh to to recommend uh hiring a professional for as we go on uh but let's get to those phone lines 210-599-5555 Rhonda, you're getting our second hour kicked off good morning Rhonda. welcome to the show good morning first of all i want to tell you i guess it's the first of all second of all third of all okay. my husband introduced me to y'all show and there'll be many times we're driving on saturday mornings and I, I love listening to y'all. I've been a realtor 32 years, and I see a lot about houses. I'm from the Victoria area. But I wanted to tell you, Mr. Bomba, my grandmother was a Bomba. No so kidding. My husband's sure, yes, my husband's sure we're related somewhere down the line. What was your grandmother's but first name? Her name was Florence. And uh, she was one of six children, and her her father was um, uh, was. There was a group of them around Myersville, but big Catholics and all I can, that kind I can of guarantee stuff. you I can guarantee you that we are related somehow because I remember my dad mentioning an Aunt Florence. Really? Well, isn't that awesome? Well, that that's the first thing, and then being a realtor and listening to y'all, my husband and I have just purchased uh, last June a hundred and fifty-one year old Victorian home in Quero. Wow! And uh, I know. It's pretty awesome. It is in the Texas and National Registry of Historic Homes. So before I do lots of stuff, I have to have approval. Uh, it's about 5,000 square feet. It was The man who built it was one of the starters to Quero, and he would surprise his wife. The original house was built in the East Coast. They brought it to Galveston, put it together. And what I understand was she would leave, maybe go visit kids. He would tear down a part and add on another part. There were three big additions, and he died at the age of 59. But there's there's a, there's Victorian, there's a little bit of Gothic, there's some Neo Greco, some different stuff like that. Wow. We did move in it. We did move in it before I was going to have some remodeling done, but due to the time it's taking to get everybody there, the backups and stuff. We went ahead and sold my house and moved over there. One of the things that I've noticed a lot is the amount of wind coming in these pocket doors. Like, I have big, huge pocket doors. The roof on the, the ceiling on the first floor is 15 foot up. And so I've got big pocket doors. I am thinking about once the remodels are done, once all my new plumbing is in, putting the blown-in uh, insulation on the bottom, on underneath the house. Now, when you Do say you blown, you that? say when you say blown-in insulation, you're talking about poly uh, polyurethane uh, foam insulation, yes. right? Foam insulation. Highly recommend yes. that. And you know, I keep hearing you don't want to close them up too much, but it has original windows. It, I, I don't think I'm going to close up too much, but no, you I'm won't. So, so much on the bottom floor, especially that these pocket doors. I mean, we're having to stuff things in the door so that, like right now with the weather, that it's not 
incredibly windy in the house. Well, Rhonda, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the the foam insulation on the bottom of those floors is going to do a tremendous amount uh, to help stop those drafts that you're feeling. It absolutely is not going to be a problem because, as you already stated, you have original windows, you have original doors. Uh, you're you're not going to be sealing the envelope to the point that you're going to be causing any type of environmental problem in there. So I wouldn't worry one bit about that. But I absolutely would do that. It, it is. It, I don't like being cold. It's got four fireplaces, and we did have a company from San Antonio come and check them. And you know we we've, we've done closing in on some of those there, and it's got four central air and heat units. But they glassed in a porch in the 1970s that. They've got AC and heat going to, but there's no insulation out there. No, no. And and it's bad. But I'll tell you what, your house is uh, my wife's dream house. She has been uh, on me for years to find a Victorian house somewhere that's 100 plus years old that we we can fix up. And we haven't found the right place yet, but boy, you've, you've got her dream home. Well, I am a realtor, and I know this area, so, you know, if you want to call and talk to your cousin sometimes, go ahead. So, well, thank all right. you very much. I, I feel good about if we can get the insulation done. I think it, it is going to help. I think it's going to help you tremendously. I really do, and, and that's a great idea. Rhonda, congratulations on having a, a phenomenal house, it sounds like, and, and uh, stay in touch, okay? All right. Have a great weekend. All right. We've got to hit a break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to get to Dan. I was going to, just going to say, bud, with you, if somebody comes up with the last name of Bomba or Vorenbaum, it's pretty easy for you to figure out if y'all are related. People call me and they say, are we related? We have the, <laughs> yeah, it's not so easy. It's, not not it's, quite the same. No, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I think there's one or two Smiths out there that I'm not related to. And you know what, uh, Rhonda, if you're still listening, uh, my brother Matt, texted me while uh, while we were on the phone with you and uh, had a really good point. If, if you have a skirting around that house, which of course you do, it's a pure and beam home, uh, if you have foundation vents, which you do, uh, close those foundation vents up during the winter time. That's going to help a tremendous amount too. You, you really don't need them in the winter like you do in the summer and <clears throat> you can stop those cross drafts that you get by closing those up, just putting plastic sheeting over them or what, whatever uh, works. But uh, great, great idea. Thanks for that, Matt. Appreciate you. I don't know why, but uh, the other day something struck me as funny, and, and it just it, it came back to me not because I saw it, but I, something must have triggered it in is me. Is this a story about me? It is not. Okay. It, it is not. It's, it's a, it's, we're talking about smooth, smooth music and being smooth and very white type stuff, right? I thought you said it wasn't about me. It's not about you at all, no. <laughs> But uh, it made me think of, of of this comedian that I used to love, and and uh, and and I I've had to even look him up and see what he's doing now, and he's 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 kind of gone in a diff- different direction. But a guy named Craig Shoemaker. Do you remember Craig Shoemaker? Can't say that. So I do. back in the in the late '80s and early '90s, Craig Shoemaker was a comedian that was hilarious, and and one of his he was he did characters and stuff, and one of his characters was the Love Master, and the Love Master was hilarious. And and I, I'm not even going to try to do it, but look up Craig Shoemaker, Love Master. It's funny. No, no, it's funny. No uh, relation to McLovin. No, 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 no. This is pre McLovin. But I can tell you, uh, hey Dan and Bruce, don't go anywhere. You're coming right up. But John, you're next up on the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I am calling to get some input and uh, feedback 
regarding I've got a two story house and battling the temperature zone issues, right? So hot uh, upstairs, you know, cool downstairs. I do have a um, smart thermostat, and I was doing some look on look up online, and they there's a company that's making uh, remote controlled or you know uh, at remote activated uh, AC heater duct covers to replace the grills that are on the end of your ducts, so that you put a puck in each room and you can set temperatures based on the room, and it opens and closes. Have you experienced any of that, or have you heard anything about them? Have not have not um i'll have to check into that and research it one thing that i can tell you is that the industry as a whole several years ago found that the best way to balance an air conditioning system is not at the register it's at the trunk line tap for each vent okay um that has to do with the static pressure in the duct system um how this is going to work i don't know i need to do some research on it you've you've hit me with one that i don't know anything about yeah, it seems uh, like, you know, obviously the optimal would be uh, to uh, test and balance the system up in those at those other points. However, you know, when we're flipping in between AC and heat, you know, on a weekly basis these days, um, it's just, you know, sometimes we'll go around, we'll close some of the vents upstairs to, you know, slow the heat down so that we get a little bit more heat downstairs and we don't cook ourselves overnight. And the sport thermostat really helped a lot. However, um uh, you know, it just it makes. I'm just trying to get a better solution for the overall house, and they're about a hundred dollars a piece. Um, you get had to get their little pucks, and they can tie into the uh, smart thermostat. And so it just as the one room gets a little bit too warm, it just starts to close that vent. And ideally, I guess you know, the theory is they would push somewhere else and try to balance it that way. Well, a room-to-room system is an extremely efficient system. If you think about the way that uh, your large high-rise hotels, hospitals, and all of that for decades, they've controlled the environmental on a room-to-room basis where you're either getting reheat or you're getting chilled water to the coil for that individual room depending on what the thermostat in that room is set on. It is an extremely efficient way to heat and cool a building. You'll have to let me know how well it works because the... One of the problems that the industry has had is figuring out a way to make a system like this efficient and cost-effective for residential. Exactly. And this, this you know, company that has them out now, uh, they give you the option of either running the you know, motorized vent uh, on, off of C batteries, two C batteries as it lasts for two years, or going 24-volt hardwired and not having to worry about battery changing out batteries. But I may give it a try. I've got four bedrooms upstairs that are used, or three that are used, and I'll close the other one off and see how it works, see if it gets me a little bit more uh, balanced out, and and then I can certainly provide some feedback. Please keep us informed. Absolutely. Thank you. Great call, John. Great call. Always like hearing about new technology. We appreciate you being in here today. Let's get to Dan. Dan, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. My question is about foam insulation in a metal building. I have a shop that I'm thinking about uh, insulating with foam, and I'm, I'm hearing stories about moisture between the building and the uh, and the foam. Uh, is that something I need to do or uh, stay away from foam? The foam is going to be a good solution for you as long as the tin 
on the outside is, is is a watertight envelope. It doesn't have to be an insulate. It, the, in other words, where you get the problem, it's with, not condensation that you're worried about. It's actually moisture penetration right. with leaks. Yeah, right. Because that foam is going the uh, a good spray foam is going to adhere to the tin. When it adheres to the tin, now you may see some condensation on the outside of the building, outside the tin, but not necessarily between the tin and the foam. Okay, so I need to make sure there's no uh, no leaks. water leaks from the outside. Okay. Right. All right. Well, I've I've heard stories about. The and then also there. just make sure that you provide adequate ventilation to the building, because when you do put the spray foam in, you're going to cut off a lot of the uh, ventilation to the building. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I think that answers my question. I just uh, I, I, I put a uh, my office. I built a little office out here, and I'm I'm working from home. And you step outside, and it's like stepping outside. Uh, right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So anyway, I just wanted something to kind of to knock that down. All right. I appreciate your help. Well, you're Thanks sure so welcome, much. Dan. Thanks a lot for calling this morning. You bet. One thing to remember also, Dan, um, I don't know if you're still in line, but one thing to remember also is that when you insulate like that to keep your, your warmth in, make you stay warm, it's going to keep that heat in during the summer, too. And that's why I say make sure you're adequately ventilated. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah and you really do want to condition that space if at all possible. Yes. Hey, uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Outstanding. How can we help you this morning? Well, I didn't have a question. I just want to give kudos. Um, I had uh, had Jim out to the house in Atkins uh, back last summer, and we ordered our windows, and uh, they finally came in. I hate this supply chain delay thing. We all do. uh, The reward is awesome. Uh, I had Jacob and his crew out uh, Thursday and Friday of this week, and uh, they got them in. And a new front door. And, man, I tell you what, we are loving it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you guys so much. Bruce, we... Awesome. Well, man, we can't thank you enough for the kind words. We appreciate your business tremendously. If you got the time to go online and give us a little Google review, we'd, we'd appreciate that as well. Um, we, Make sure you mention Jacob by name on the review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob is, is fantastic. He's He is really... Uh, we've, we've got a large crew and a large team of installers i think we're up to 22 or 23 crews right now but jacob is really kind of in a league of his own he's he's got so much experience and uh and knowledge and in history in this business we we're just really really blessed to have him he's uh, he's a good, great guy and i'm glad he did a great job for you well i appreciate that and um i will uh i'll be calling jim back because i want to get uh get a couple of more windows we didn't didn't complete the job Outstanding. So I, want, I want to uh, add on to this and a couple more doors. Go ahead and finish the whole house. Absolutely. So, just just uh, uh, give me a holler, shoot me an email, and you know I'm kind of close, you know, so it won't be a big thing for me to come by. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I also uh, want to give Bruce kudos. This is the customer that we all dream about. This is Bruce, thank you so much for your patience and your understanding through the entire process. Well, not a problem. I'm, I'm happy to, to work with you guys, and I appreciate everything you've done. Well, we appreciate it, and, and what, I, what I will echo, and, and I'm so glad Bruce said it, because I can say it until I'm blue in the face, but whenever a customer who's experiencing says it, 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 it carries a little more weight. 
And this is what we tell our customers. We don't have any control over the delays. We don't have any control over the timeline. All we have control over is making you aware of what's going on through the process. But you've waited this long, and if you wait a little longer, it's going to be worth the wait. And you just you just verified that. Amen to that, brother. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate you calling, man. Really appreciate the business, and uh, don't be a stranger. Call us again sometime if, if you have a question or just to chat. We're cool with that. You know, I just thought of something. You and I need to get together and combine some money. Great investment. Talk Great to me. Investment. Talk to me. We need to invest in a TV company. A TV company? Televisions. Okay. Can you imagine how many televisions are going to get broken next week? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the irony is the new ones will all be bought from China. Aye, um, that's the irony. That's, that's the, the irony, irony of it, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, it is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. We're so happy to be with you this and every Saturday morning. Oh, I, I should mention uh, that, that uh, next week we're going to be live and live in color and local um, on a remote. We haven't done one of those in a very, very long time. Very long time. I think the last one we did was Jeff's Backyard. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was. Jeff's Backyard. That was the last one we did. So it's going to feel good to get back out there. People can come see us live and in person. And as the show used to say, in living color. Um, Just remember, homie, don't play that. But they're going to come see us. They can come see us out there. Um, Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to getting back out in the public eye. So where we're going to be, safe showers. Okay. Um, they, they do conversions, uh, to make your shower safer. Whenever you get older, it's time to, you know, to not be stepping over and into the bathtub. What are you and trying to like say? That. I'm saying that it may not be far off for either one of us. I've already that's got a walk-in That's what I'm saying. So I'm... See, that's great. But, uh, <laughs> but me too. Me too. Uh, save it. I feel like you're safer. That's good. Uh, safe showers though. We're going to be out there, um, this next uh, this next Saturday, want want to see you there doing the show nine to eleven. It's going to be at eleven nine one four Radium Street, just off in Tacoma, and uh, we're going to be talking about all of the great stuff that they do out there. Learn a lot more about their process. We invite you to stop by, say hi, s- come by and see us, and uh, and see all the great uh, things that they can do out at Safe Showers. Again, that's next week. We're going to be doing the show live right there uh, on site at 11914 Radium Street, just off in Tacoma. We hope you can come by and see us. Awesome. Yes, hope so. But right now, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, Let's get back to the phone lines, huh? How about that? that? Let's Let's do that. Let's do that. We've got Alejandro coming up. Lenore, you are up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi, Lenore. Hi, good morning. God bless you. God bless you, my dear. God bless you, and thanks for calling this morning. How can we help you? Yes, um, my husband and I are planning on adding on to our house, uh, but instead of using the uh, existing ducting uh, for, for AC and heating, we were thinking about using mini splits. Um, what, what are your thoughts on excellent, that? Excellent, excellent choice. And I think Martin will agree with me because I've done that before on additions that Martin has built. And I've loved them. Excellent, excellent choice. And I've got many splits in in a house that we own. So you can absolutely control that area by itself. The mini splits that are out today, they are so efficient, so efficient. I think okay. that's a wonderful idea. Okay, so it's going to be like um, it's going to be a, a large master bedroom with a, a closet, a walk-in closet, and a and an ensuite. So. Uh, 
the one for the bedroom, would it be enough to cool all of that down? Well, what you've got, it sounds like what you may need to do is go with a multiple evaporator mini split. That means that they're going to set one unit outside, but they can put one small evaporator unit in the bedroom, one in the sitting area, and if the closet gets too warm, they can put one in the closet. Okay. And but you also, still, and you also, still only one system. And you also have to remember that there are different sizes of mini splits built for different sizes and floor spaces of, of, of trying to be conditioned. So uh, you won't use the same size mini split in a 20 by 20 room as you would in a 40 by 40 room. Right. Right, right. Okay. One thing to keep in mind, when y'all go to the staging where you're selecting a contractor that's going to do the remodel and so on and so forth, uh-huh. I would not necessarily use that contractor to do the mini split or have him lay it out. Contact a reputable air conditioning company that's going to come in and calculate all of the loads and everything to do the mini split system. Right. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Well, we hope we uh, we help push you in the right direction there, Lenore. We appreciate you calling, and uh, good luck to you on that. That's that's a great idea. Let's get to one more before we have to take a break here. Let's get to Alejandro. Alejandro, welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, gentlemen. I had a quick question. I'm in the beginning stages of wanting to remodel my bath and my shower, which has a tub and a shower next to each other. Okay. But there's a big half-circle window. What happens with that window? Well, it can stay. Uh, if it does stay, yeah, it, is it, it okay? So the half the half round window is in your shower, or where is it? it it's above the tub. How far above the tub? Uh, I would say about two feet. Okay, then it then it should be already tempered to meet code. Yeah. Um, you right. can either leave that, or you can choose. You know, if it's an extensive remodeling project, maybe you want to reconfigure it and put in a, a larger square. Or a rectangular picture window or something of that nature. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you could do with that. One quick question. Uh, is an aluminum frame window or a vinyl frame window? Aluminum frame. Okay, your best bet's going to be, even if you want to keep the same configuration, you still want to replace that window. You want to get that aluminum frame right. out of the shower. Okay, and my thought is, could it be replaced and be and something better be put there, like those big blocks of glass? It not in, yes, they could be. We do we do acrylic block windows, but you you, uh, you couldn't do it in an arch configuration. You'd have to change it to a rectangular or square configuration. But yes, that could be done. Okay. Okay. I just I just didn't know how it would work with a shower. I don't want people like checking me out. But no, I, and I would yeah. definitely recommend going with an acrylic uh, block window rather than a glass block because it's much much more efficient and much warmer in the in the winter time. Also, keep in mind, okay, if you okay. don't go with the acrylic block, we do have st- m- several options for obscure privacy glass that we can put in showers. Awesome. Okay. Thank you very much. You're sure welcome. Give us a call when you're ready. Okay, Alejandro? That's the plan. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you for calling this morning. Uh, let's get to the uh, phone lines. Don, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, Martin, it's your cousin Don down in the vine. Hey, hey, what's going on? Trying not to freeze to death down here. Oh, man, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a miserable cold, too, because it's kind of damp. <laughs> it's just, you want to sit by the fireplace and have a, have a cup of something warm, right? All I do is go outside and get a beer and come back in the house. There you go. That's it. That's it. Okay, my question is, I have an 8 by 12 
a wooden building that I, I built about two years ago, and I wanted to convert it into a walk-in refrigerator. Okay. And it, it's bare-walled on the inside. I'm fixing to pull my electricity through it and bring 220 because I'm planning on putting big chest freezers in there. But my question is, is 8 by 12 and it's got seven-foot ceiling in it, what size air conditioner window unit do I need to stick into it, and what is my estimated temperature I can control in that building that's well-insulated? What is well-insulated? Well, I'm going to put the regular insulation into it. I'm going to put RMAX siding in, RMAX foil pack into it, foil seal all of all the corners, the walls, everything and it's underneath an oak tree so i've got full shade and the ceiling's going to be the the rafters are going to be bended well keep this in mind if you're just going with like a wood interior you know i know you're sealing everything and all of that but if you've got just a wood interior to wood exterior you're going to create a petri dish if you drop the temperature in there below the dew point outside for any given day it's going to sweat, sweat, sweat. The best thing you can do if you want to do that is basically build a small walk-in cooler inside of it, which is going to be with metal insulated panels. Okay. That way you've got a vapor barrier and a thermal barrier rather than just a thermal barrier. So if I go down and buy some RMX, well, uh, what do you call it? Um, the best the best thing I can suggest for you on that is going to be just go online and look at used restaurant equipment because there are companies out there that sell used walk-in cooler panels all day, every day. Okay. That's the best thing yeah. I can do. I saw a man in Divine at one time try to use and build his own walk-in cooler like you're talking about. Within a year, we were tearing it down because of all the biological growth. Mm, sound like Mr. Allen. <laughs> I, I didn't say any names. <laughs> I lived down the road from it. Oh man! Well, Don, yeah, I was just—I was just trying to figure out the best way to do it because I'm going to try to put vegetables in there and chill them, and then during the winter months when I'm hunting, I can—I guess you can say bleed the animal. Yes, sir. Wonderful, wonderful idea. Just get online and look up used. Cooler panels are used. That is going to be your best bet. You just build your own walk-in cooler, just like yep. if, if you were at a at a meat processing yep. uh, plant. Yeah. All and right. then at that right. point, then at that point, you don't have to worry about a window unit. You can actually get a walk-in cooler unit that you can control the temperature in there from zero degrees to forty degrees. Yep. That's an ideal. There you go, Don. Appreciate you All calling right. this morning, bud. All right. Have a great weekend, sir. All right. Uh, probably uh, getting down to the uh, to the wire here. So let's let's uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of us during the week. Absolutely. With me, you can reach me at J Smith at windowworldth.com. Window World what? TX.com. There we go. Why did I say TH? I have no idea. I don't either. Where did that come from? I, I really <laughs> don't know. And uh, if you want to drop me a line, it's 
M Bomba, that's B O M B A at windowworldtx.com. Uh anything that uh, that may be on your mind, uh, something hits you after the show went off the air and you want to ask us a question, that's always the best way to get a hold of us. We also invite you to come by any one of our Window World showrooms in San Antonio, New Braunfels or Corpus Christi, all open until two o'clock today and every Saturday. Love for you to come by and see us. And of course, next weekend we're going to be doing the live thing. Uh, finally, getting back out and doing live broadcasts again. Finally. I love it. I love it. And we're going to be at Safe Showers next week. Uh, there at uh, 281 Nakoma area, and it's uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to be talking about all of the great products that they have, what they can do for you as far as converting your shower to a safer environment for you in your home and looking very very forward to being out there next week i want to say thanks to don cooper stevens for running everything this morning doing a great job uh producing the show yes and just a few moments ago we had the guru of the gearboxes walk into the building (laughs) it's 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 been a long time since we've seen louis siriani and and somehow we both ended up in the studio live today at the same time so we're glad to do that uh, we invite you to stick around for the KTSA Automotive Show coming up next. Lots of good stuff, uh, lots of great information. If you have problems with your vehicle, he is the guy to talk to, and he is the expert. Later on this afternoon, of course, it's Mike Hermes and Holly Hermes and the What's It Worth Show talking all things real estate, and boy, it continues to be an interesting time in real estate. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy market. Interesting. No, I wouldn't call it interesting. I'd call it flat nuts. It is. It's kind of nuts. You're, you're yeah. right about that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a little strange. You get an absolutely ludicrous offer on your home. Yep. But you can't do it because it's going to cost you a ludicrous price to buy something else. Yeah. Where are you going to live? Yeah. Right? So anyway, uh, they can walk you through that on the What's It Worth show. Stick around. Louie's coming up next on the KTSA Automotive Show. We'll see you next time on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.